0: Today I want to preach on this topic, he touched me. This is not just the last sermon of the year, but I've, this sermon is going to set up the sermon for next week. He touched me. Love that old song. They sang it today. He touched me. Huh? Oh, he touched Come back and sing it again. Come on and all oh, the joy amen how many know it's the touch of god it's not religion it's the touch it's not just coming to church it's the touch of god it's not just going through the motions it's not tradition it's not just grandma's thing it's he touched how many how many people in religion how many people in churches really don't never had an experience christians who don't know what that means other than maybe some emotional moment which is fine but how many how many know it, the touch of god goes beyond emotion i mean emotion's part of it but it's not just emotion come on some of you had emotion just watching a christmas story yesterday Come on. Or it's a wonderful life. I watched it again. I cried. (laughs) You wonder what your life would be like, right, if you weren't? Oh, I don't know. What would your life be like if you weren't here? Something to think about, amen? Pray that I can get to my sermon. I'm not even in the introduction yet. But we are seeing a generation of people now that not only are not coming to church, have no experience of church, the greater tragedy is they understand nothing about being touched. But we need a message this year that lets people know that Jesus is passing by and He can touch you. Last Sunday we preached about a baby in a manger, let's, let's look at another baby in another manger in Ezekiel, and this picture is really bad. I, I like to read scriptures that encourage us, this not so much. Ezekiel uh, chapter 16 and, and verse 4. As for your nativity on the day you were born, Your navel cord was not cut, nor were you washed. Anybody ever hear anyone preach on this message? In water to cleanse you. You were not rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in swaddling clothes. No eye pitied you to do any of these things for you, to have compassion on you, but you were thrown out into, an, into the open field when you yourself were loathed on the day you were born. Wow. And when I passed by you, and when I passed by you and saw you struggling in your own blood, I said to you in your blood, live yes i said to you in your blood live man i feel like i need to pray again live live we are living in a world and i'll get into this next week but we are living in a world that is never that has never been so connected but not being touched as the world we are living in now. Do you know there are not quite 8 billion people on the planet and 4.5 billion of those 8, 7.9, 4.5 billion of them are on Facebook. I can literally get on Facebook and talk to half the population of the planet, over half. There's one billion people just on TikTok, one billion on that thing that you probably ought to get off of. Maybe, Maybe you ought to get off of Facebook. If it weren't for opportunities for ministry, I wouldn't be on it. But God can sanctify even Facebook. Oh, there's a big God. Amen. People will get online. We used to, if you wanted to play a board game or something, you had to go to someone's house and get together and do it. Now you play games with people you've never met in your life. You just get online and play with strangers. You can have a you could play a game, and it's not a board game. It's a you could play a game with some guy from India that you're never gonna meet. We're connected but untouched. And we want to talk more about that next week, but. We're raising a generation that is that has been raised safely but maybe not so lovingly there's there's a term called deprivation or psychological dwarfism, and they did a study and I can't believe they did this study I don't know how they <laughs> I think they took like 30 babies, and half of them were raised were, were you know, I don't know how long they did it. I hope not very long. But they, for a while, they were, uh, they were nursed and, and huddled and cuddled just like any baby would be. And the other 15 were only given bare essentials. They were fed. They were clothed but untouched. And those 15, for however long they did that, were found to be, you know, their growth hormones weren't activating. They weren't growing psychologically. They weren't even growing physically. And they were held back while the others were normal. Scientists say that as a baby, you've got a certain number of cells You know, you've got a brain, but the brain isn't all connected. Some of you still suffer from it. Anyway, that's the group that's not here. I'm sorry. But they say when you touch a baby or even a young child, just the touch automatically makes connections between the brain and maybe the place you touched. Without touch, connections aren't made in the body. And the brain and the body never develop properly as they should. We're raising a generation that is not touched. And the connections aren't being made. And they're growing up. And now suicide is the leading cause of death amongst this generation. And they're desperate (laughs) to find safe places. You can't look at them cross-eyed without them accusing you of... You know, words have become violence. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Have any of you... Any of you remember any bullies when you were young? Anybody? If you don't remember bullies, it's probably because you were one. And now we try so hard. we got to protect people. And they're going to college, and they're demanding safe rooms where no one will say anything negative towards them. Oh, my God, the snowflakes. And parents, listen, our number one priority is to keep them safe. Let's keep them from all germs. And man, when I was growing up, we ate dirt. We didn't. Come on, church. They say you need to get sick to build immunity so you don't get the bad sick. It's okay to have a full few bullies in your life. By the way, bullies never wind never end up well anyway. Don't worry about it. Come on. Bullies aren't the top of society someday. They're usually losers. I know some of you were bullies, but you got you got saved. So I can preach about you now. A little bit of bullying isn't gonna kill anybody, a little bit of name calling is not gonna kill anybody. Come on, I was raised a minority. I was raised Polish in a German community. I know what it is to be a minority. <laughs> I knew every pollock joke. Lord, I'm I'm halfway through this message and I haven't got to point 1. Somebody's not praying. Real quick, can we look at this newborn? Because there's five things right there, five things real quick. I won't spend ten minutes on each one, so please amen me. Number one, the the Bible says that the the umbilical cord is still connected. In other words, it's still being fed, but it's not being fed naturally. Naturally. Once it's born, it's supposed to be able to exist on other types of food. You don't live off the mother after the baby is born. Listen, there's a whole generation of people that that might be delivered in the church, but they're still dependent. There's a reason why 30% of the church has not come back to the church. Not talking about this church. We're up 30%. The reason why a lot of churches have never, because these people never did get off the cord. They're totally dependent on, 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 on other things. They're delivered. Maybe they're saved. They're, they're worshiping God at St. Mattress. I, I don't know. But for some reason, they don't feel like they listen to me. Listen, I don't mind changing diapers and giving bottles and getting up every two hours if you're a baby. But if you're 20 years old, change your own diaper. Can you not feed yourself? I went to church Sunday. That message just didn't do anything for me. I, I just don't like oh, Mama served me liver today. Well, learn how to cook, you. Oh, I'm going to need it. Number two, the baby is unwashed. Listen, too many people look like what they've just been through. They're delivered. They're saved. In other words, forgiven, but they're unwashed. I wonder what percentage of the church has come to the altar and said, Oh, God, forgive me, but they're still living in their sins. Can I preach a little holiness for a moment here? They're unwashed. They still look like everything they've been through. It's not enough. It's enough to get to heaven. But Jesus didn't die just so you can go to heaven. He died so you can live an abundant life. Full of victory and joy in the, in the oh my god, somebody help me preach. That's why we have things called baptism. (laughs) It symbolizes the washing away. Not just forgiveness, but a washing away. It's time to get free of our addictions, it's time to get free of things that are really sins. Come on, church. Number three she's not been rubbed in salt. Donna, if God just gave you something, just text it to me. (laughs) She comes to me after church and says, you know what? I say, why didn't you done with that before (laughs) church? Babies aren't. Now now I'm really wondering what Donna just heard. Bothers me. All I can give you is what I know. Here we go. I, I know baby, we don't put we don't rub babies in salt anymore. But they didn't have the the medical types of things we have today. And I guess one of the things they did after they washed the baby is they would rub the skin in salt. And it would would help with the healing process. And it would protect the baby. So they would rub it in salt, a kind of a preservation, a healing. It, It didn't heal, but it began a process of healing. So we talk about people that are unwashed, but there are others, their sins are forgiven, and they've laid things down, but they're still hurting. There's still things in their life. We talk about addiction. You know, not all addiction is really sin. Some addiction is really just pain. And I don't know that we should always look at people who are addicted as sinful people as much as we should look at them as hurting people. And healing is needed. I'm not not trying to be soft. Listen, I know there's a lot of really, you can see the love of God in them, but they're addicted to something. Come on, if I throw food in there, I just hit half of you. pastor's being mean. Well, it's the last Sunday of the year. So we need healing. Some of you are still needing healing. You could be saved a long time and maybe still need healing because something just happened yesterday, and you need healing. When we're hurting, not just physically. You know I'm talking emotionally. Sometimes we need the salt of healing. She was not rubbed in salt. Wow. Number four, she is uncovered. Jesus was wrapped in swaddling clothes, put in a manger. We talked about that last Sunday. It was a stone manger made out of rock. It was not comfortable. My God, our babies are comfortable today. We've got super-duper mattresses. We put them in cradles that rock themselves because we're too lazy. I see they put them in these things that they sit in and it moves and bounces. My God, it makes me seasick. I'm like Stop it. The baby's like Really? And we put mobiles above their beds and all kinds of things in there. <laughs> Jesus didn't have any of that, but he was, he was safe. <laughs> but he was not comfortable. We're, we're, we're trying to raise a generation, and we're, we're trying to keep them safe, and we're trying to keep them comfortable. But sometimes you just have to live life. And watch Jesus take care of you. We isolate our kids from anything that's harmful, as I said before. And then they leave the nest. And they go to work in the real world. And they find out that they can't be anything they want to be. <laughs> you can be anything you want to be. No? You can't. (laughs) Oh, come on. Oh, you're being mean. I want to be an astronaut. Have you counted how many there are? And how many tens of thousands want to be? When I grow up, I'm going to be president. Okay, Mr. Biden, he made it. There may be hope for us all. Oh. Will you forgive me? Yeah, it's on Facebook now. could have been worse. It could have been worse. But there's only one of them. I don't know that we should promise our kids, and, oh, you're the greatest. We give them trophies for participation. They go to work, and they don't get one. and this generation is quitting jobs quicker than they can get them because they're just never happy and they just never because the, the, their bosses isn't treating them like mommy and daddy did. I'm not saying being mean to your kids. I'm just saying live in the real world. Come on, church. Oh, I could, I could tell you some stories about my childhood. Today it's called abuse. Some of you are laughing because you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nowadays, you know, you can't spank your kids. My, here, here's what my mom said. Well, my mom, my, 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 she went out and got a switch. You know what my mom did? Anything handy. I remember being chased by a vacuum cleaner. Hot wheels track that. I've done that. <laughs> Jesus, oh, Lord. But somehow, here we are, and we're almost normal. It's okay to have a few scars. (laughs) This baby was uncovered. And number five, this baby was untouched. It was left in an open field. For animals, for the environment, for the weather, for whatever would come its way, it was untouched. No one had compassion for this child. No one sees this child thrown into an open field, exposed, vulnerable. Nobody cares. And there are people being raised today without, in a fatherless society and, 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 and mothers who, who are overwhelmed and can't help. And, and there, there's a whole generation of people that are being raised badly. And then people are getting saved and coming into churches where preachers and people don't care either. Just as long as the pews are full And people are being entertained. But if we don't disciple this world, if they don't get a touch from Jesus, what good is it if they're sitting in warm sanctuaries? Lord, help me. I want to get no compassion. This has got to be a church where people are touched, and I know some people don't like it, and they call us that crazy church on the hill. And it gets weird sometimes, and the power of God falls in strange ways. And we don't understand it all. But I won't apologize and I won't back up on it. We have got to have something that the world doesn't have. Just matching their music is not going to get it done. Just doing what the world does is not just entertaining them. It's not going to get it done. They need a touch from God, not from me, not from the elders. They need a touch from God. It's good that we love them. We better love them. We're the hands and feet of God. But I'm here to tell you, they need a direct touch from heaven. And there's going to be people walk through those doors and say, this is weird, I'm out of here. That's fine. They're not ready for a touch. But when they're desperate, they'll they'll remember where God meets with man. He touched me. Mark chapter 1 and 40 and 41 talks about, and really I'm in the conclusion. How about this man with leprosy? A man that no one was allowed to touch. Are you hearing me? He had to say, unclean, six feet away. And he begged Jesus on his knees If you're willing, do you think God loves me? Do you think he would touch me? Is he even willing? Does he know how messed up my life is? You you may be here, and I'm not relating to you because you're fine, but you know someone who's saying these things. Can he touch me? If you're willing, you can make me clean. I feel like dancing. You know, at my age, I don't know if a dance is pretty, but I feel like I don't really care what you think about my dance. I, Maybe some more of you need to get a dance. But I know it's hard to dance when you got chains on. Jesus was actually indignant. What? Of course I want to touch you. I knew you before your mothers, before your mother birthed you. I knew you before your father thought about you. I knew you before you got into this situation. I knew you before leprosy and I know you now. And I've always wanted to touch you. Glad you're here today. Reached out his hand and touched. And that word touch is not just Isn't it interesting that the Bible tells us when you pray for people, if you can, lay your hands. Don't just, I'm praying for you, man. That word in the Greek means to embrace, to connect. I'm going to mess up his hair. None of the women will come up now. Stop it. (laughs) Jesus didn't just. It wasn't a religious. You know, even laying on hands can get religious. That's what the Bible says. I didn't mess with the big guy. (laughs) Help us, Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jesus embraced him. Jesus made a connection with a man he was forbidden to touch. I am willing, <laughs> I am willing, well, you're not standing, that's the best I can do. I am willing, be whole, be clean. Be changed. The Bible says, Lay hands. And the reason it says, Lay hands is because He wants us invested. About to tear up my microphone. Listen, he doesn't want us to just, oh, Lord, lay lay me down. He wants us invested, Brian. He wants us invested in their lives. He wants us to make a connection with them. Hallelujah. Because what's in us is greater than what's in them. And if we'll just embrace them, if we will just touch. Church, this new year, it's going to take more than a religious touch. Touch. We need to start investing. Quit fighting with your relatives and start touching them. Oh, the amens just went down 25%. Quit fighting with your neighbor and touch them. Quit avoiding that guy from work and lay hands. I'm not saying physically just go in Monday and start laying hands on folk. Don't get weird. But what I'm saying is invest. He touched me. The only touch from God they'll ever experience for right now is the touch they get through you. He touched me. Come on up music team. He touched me. He touched me. He touched me. How carefully he walked past me. (laughs) And oh, the joy that filled my soul. Something. I can't explain it. I don't understand it. Anybody ever been there? Something happened. And now I know. He touched me. And he made me whole. Go back to the last verse of our text in Ezekiel. And when I pass by you, Uh, I feel his touch right now. I don't know what you're going through, but I feel his touch. I don't know what you're afraid of, but I feel his touch. You may feel like you're in an open field. You may feel a bit exposed today. You might be hurting a little bit today, or you know someone who is, and you're hurting for them. But I pass by you. And I saw you. No one else saw you, but I saw you. I saw you struggling in your blood. In your blood, in your hurt, in your pain, in your trouble. I saw you. If this message isn't for you, it might be for you tomorrow. I saw you in your blood. And I said to you, In your pain, in your hurt, in your blood, I said to you, Live. That baby didn't have a chance. But God passed by the abandoned one and said, I said to you in your blood, you don't have to change your ways to come to him. He said, I'm coming to you in your blood. I'm coming to you, swimming in your hurt and your pain and your situation, all your doubts, all your fears. You can't sleep at night. I just came by to speak to you, big or small, whatever it is, whatever pain, physical, emotional, financial. I just came by. To say to you. Live. Moses said I'm not going anywhere. Unless you go with me. I'm not going anywhere. Unless you touch me. And he. Picks him up and puts him in the cleft of a rock. And passes by. I believe he's. By somebody right now. Oh, he touched me, and oh, the joy that floods my soul. Oh, would you stand something? Happened, and now and now I know He touched me. <laughs> Pastor, what has kept you as a saint of God for fifty years? I'll tell you what's kept me. He touched me. Oh, He touched me. Oh.
1: And oh the, the joy,
2: joy that floods my soul <laughs> Something something wonderful happened. Oh and now How many know I You know, know that you know he that you know
0: It touched me and, and made me, me If you need a touch for whatever the reason, don't need to tell anyone. You could be visiting here the very first time. If you need a touch, get down here real quick. And the communion table is open because this is my body. This is my blood. This is how Jesus touches us. If you need a touch, get down here quickly. Come on, come on, come on. Something happened. Something happened wonderful happen and now I know how many know that you know oh I feel that hurt but he touched us he touched us he touched us he touched us he touched, us. He touched, us. He touched me oh he touched me, oh, he touched me. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he and did.
2: And all the joy that floods my soul. Oh, something happened. And now I know he touched me and made Oh, touch me, oh, touch me, and all oh, the joy that floods my soul. Oh, something. my soul, oh, something happened, and now I know he touched me. Me and all the joy that floods my soul. Something happened, and now I know he touched me. And made me home. Touch me, oh, we touch me, and all the joy that floods my soul. Something Happened Hallelujah. And now I know He touched me And made Me whole. He touched me And all Alleluia. the joy Alleluia. that floods my soul, Alleluia. Oh. Alleluia. Alleluia. something Alleluia. happened, Alleluia. Alleluia. and now I know Alleluia. He touched me. my soul something happened and now me, and how I am no longer the same, he touched me, oh, he touched me. floods my soul
0: if there's any kind of dependency any kind of addiction or you want listen you need to stand in for somebody that has an addiction or if you don't know Jesus or you're about your heart's about to break for someone that needs Jesus will you get down here real quick come to me real quick he touched me. Oh he, he touched, touched
2: me. me. Oh, yes. An... oh Jesus.
0: yes Yes. That's my soul. Yeah. Yes You know it
2: Father touch it. Something, Something happened yes. and now I know no touch me in the name
0: of the rita touch me let them feel the touch of heaven now in the name of touch me in the name of Jesus Ha Yes Oh, the joy, oh, the
2: joy. my soul. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Something happened, and now I know he touched me and made.
0: Father, in the name of Jesus,
1: break that. Break that in the family in the name of
0: Jesus. <laughs> now, in Jesus' name, break the cycle of addiction in the name of Jesus. Sataranda, God. You can do it in the most unexpected ways. You can do it in the most awesome ways. Who knows who you'll send to them or perhaps a dream, a vision, something in the night. Father, some way, somehow, break this addiction in the family in the name of of Jesus. Listen, an addiction... Is anything keeping you from getting closer to Jesus that you can't break? That you're having trouble with or something in your family? So get down here if you can, in Jesus'
2: name. Something happened and now I know He
0: touched me Victory! And made In the homes, in the families, break this addiction in their homes.
2: Ah! Woo! Oh, Oh,
0: he touched me. He
2: touched me.
0: In Jesus.
2: And And all the the joys (laughs) that floods my soul.
0: Oh, break it now
2: in the name of Jesus. Something.
1: Happen
2: Break it! And now I know he touched me and made me whole. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And all the joy that floods my soul. listen,
0: something Something happened. happened. And now
2: now I I know. know he touched me and made. Judge me and oh, oh, the joy that floods my soul. Oh, something
0: happened, and now listen, church. I know you're not gonna get this in some of the cute churches. You Touch me and I'm not me putting anybody down. Thank God for every church. Me, oh. But there needs to be some places where people can go and touch heaven. And their lives be made a difference. There's got to be a place. There's got to be a place. Touch
2: touched me and made me whole. He touched me, oh, He touched me. And all the joy that floods my soul.
1: got saved, I pulled in a parking lot to a church, and I said, God, if you have anything for me today, I want it. I was hungry. I was seeking the Lord. And when I went to that altar, a man that was on crutches went there. But when I got up, I was a different man. It wasn't in me to cuss no more, even though I had a bad mouth before that. It wasn't in me to do that no more. There was a man at work one time. He goes to church, and he he said a bad word. And I said, aren't you a Christian? And I said, Christians don't talk that way. But everything's relationship. And we really, all of us, Need to check our relationship every day. Say, God, I want to be closer to you. I want to be closer to you. Amen. You know, I know sometimes message like this, there's a lot of pastors won't preach a message like that. Amen. You know, my daughter one time, when when my grandkids were real, real little, they did something and she said, one, two. And I said, see, that's the difference between you and my grandmother from Kentucky. If you did something, she'd slap you, and then she'd say, that's one. But it's good to have her toes stepped on, amen? Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word today. And Father, I just pray that we all can grow together and grow deeper into you we can reach more souls in the year of 2022 and we can just grow tremendously and we give you the praise father and we love you in Jesus name amen god bless you you may